Hello and welcome to our podcast, Raising CJ. I'm Alex and that over there is... Bethany. And this is the podcast about us raising our daughter Cadence, Janet. She is 11 weeks old for this episode. She has been baptized since her last episode. She's saved! Yay! (laughs) Our baby will not be going to hell, so that's good to know. Or limbo. Um, So we'll talk about that. As well as preparing to go to daycare and for Bethany to go back to work. I'm going what? Yep. Back to work. They didn't tell you? (laughs) Boo. We need more money. So, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, we went on our second long road trip with Cadence (sighs) to Iowa. Um well, not our second trip to Iowa. Our second long road trip. The first was to North Dakota. This one was to Iowa. Our baby's went to three states. Boom. Yay. And she's only 11 weeks. I think it went pretty well. Yeah. There and back, really. It probably seems like back is harder, yeah, but maybe back this is always harder. harder for us, too. Probably because then she's been out of her routine mm-hmm. and not home for several days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. But. It wasn't, I don't think it was as bad as coming back from the first road trip. I think that's true. Yeah. So, um, so I won't get into all the detail. When the first time we took a road trip, we kind of went into all the logistics of doing a road trip with a baby. So, yeah, it was basically the same. So I won't get into all that. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, Iowa was great. So beautiful. Just, I don't know how many miles 250 miles south of Duluth is way better than it is in Duluth. <laughs> it's like, ugh, why do we live way up here? But People love Duluth. They always love Duluth. And I'm not saying I don't love Duluth because I do. But whenever you're like, I live in Duluth, people are like, oh, I love Duluth. I was there once, blah, blah, right. blah. Well, but I feel like they come in July and they August. They come in July and <laughs> August when, yes, it's not as hot as everywhere else. And it is beautiful. Or, you know, they did like a winter ski trip. And, of course, it's like a winter wonderland. Sure. But if you're only experiencing it for a few days then it's way different right. than because really our lilacs haven't even bloomed here yet and it's memorial day weekend mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's spring is a long time coming yeah we don't want to get in our soapbox uh no i love it duluth is great yeah but but it, don't tell me you love it the winter yeah, <laughs> we've been a long we've been a long winter it's been a little bit torturous so yep. please forgive us we're ready for the good warm weather right here. well and that's we've, why i've only had to mow my lawn once i mean i have to mow it right now so i guess twice but they've been doing it for like six weeks back home yeah and it, it just made you know? going to iowa that much more magical <laughs> Right. It reminds like, me of oh, it's so beautiful here already. Going to Florida in February and being like, "What? People live like this?" Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, that's all it was. And it was an extra special trip because it was our anniversary weekend 5 years ago. We had been married that same weekend in Iowa and then we had uh Cadence baptized by that same priest, which was fun. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, that's I think part of the reason we decided to go do it in Iowa rather than here where we live uh also just so we got more family attend probably not that many people would come up here to us mm-hmm. uh, well and we can't host that many people either right but it but the whole thing with it being our anniversary and we could get the same priest super sentimental on the same weekend it's just kind of and i swear the weather neat. was like the exact same as it was on our wedding day and so it was sure. very sentimental right a couple of my 
groomsmen came that Stop live by. in Hartley. Yeah. Uh, Stop by to the baptism party. Um, so that was cool. Had to remind them that, oh, yeah, this is the weekend five years yeah, ago. Yeah, nobody that, remembers. Like, oh, yeah, your wedding was cool. No, I don't but. know when anybody's <laughs> anniversary is either. So. Well, sure. No. Yeah. But they were there. So the fun thing. The headline. I think we've talked about it before that people always want to call Cadence Candace. Yep. I mean, with me growing up, it was um, getting me confused with uh, an Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Stephanie. You probably just got called. Oh, you, Stephanie. Yeah. yeah so everybody has one. Everyone has their like doppelganger name that they mm-hmm. get mistaken for. So I think we've figured out that Cadence's is going to be Candace. But so <laughs> halfway through, yeah, quit playing your food. Uh, so halfway through the baptism, um, oh, and I guess we should mention we did a dual baptism. There was another family that wanted to do it that same weekend, um, and we had it. We had first dibs, but. I didn't want to, we didn't want to deny anyone <laughs> getting no. their baby baptized, so we agreed to a dual baptism. So, so uh, fa- his name's Father Tim. Father Tim had you know two babies and two baby names to deal with, um, but so halfway through the baptism, he the first half he was calling her Cadence, and then halfway through, uh, he started calling her Candace and. Uh, you don't exactly interrupt a priest and be like, wait a minute. Yeah, we just let it go. Yeah. Uh, her godmother says, don't worry, it still sticks. Um, <laughs> we hope know, so. But we were like kind of cringing. Yeah, because we bit. got a video just of it. Wince, you know, yeah. like every time he said the wrong name. Yeah. Um, oh, well. What was the boy's name? Jet. Jet. Two yeah. T's. So that was, I don't think he missed that Rocklin. one. Jet Rocklin. Yeah. Um, but I bet he'll get called Jeff or something because the two T's, I was thinking of that. Uh, the two T's, you could, you know mistake them for little f's sure but overall i'd say it was a success it's kind of too bad because she was pretty good through the baptism we did it after church so she slept all the way through church which is good and okay i'm sorry i'm just gesturing (laughs) okay so she slept all the way through church and then she kind of slept at the baptism and then she like you know got water put on her head and she was pretty quiet through that but then like at the very end um she started crying and then um, Alex's mom, of course, wanted to get some pictures afterwards, and she just screamed through all those she pictures, was crying, yeah, so. and she was crying on all these pictures, which is too bad because she, you know, she was just hungry, and so it's just it's hard when you push it like that, you know, an hour of church and then baptism, and then she's like, okay, right, time to eat. All church. Yeah. yeah. So, so we didn't get any real good family pictures. And Alex's mom wants one to well, hang on wants, the wall. Yeah, it's like, eh, and so there's definitely. Gonna be one of her, her, yeah, crying on Alex's mom's wallet. Whatever. Sure. She maybe really some, doesn't always cry. She just happens. Maybe some to. people do it, but I mean, I don't know. It's not like you hire a photographer for a baptism. Oh, definitely not. No. But no. Okay. We'll get hopefully a you know thirtieth anniversary picture or some. Oh, I guess they've already had their thirtieth. I don't know. We'll hopefully do some nice family picture in a little bit when she's a little older and can be more reliably smiley for pictures anything else about that trip maggie loves it maggie loves the farm we don't talk about her dog much but on here except that we have one um but she loves going back to iowa because she gets to just run around the farm i almost feel bad time. bringing her home <laughs> yeah, she doesn't mind it 
No, she then she comes home and she's happy. She too. likes being home. Yeah, too. But but it's fun it's to see your treat. dog. Yeah, happy and be happy and and it was just a good trip. So I think we've touched before on the whole um, your parental leave. Being, oh yeah, uh, kind of a political issue. Um, so we don't need to explain the whole thing again, but. Uh, no, it did not get, it did not get approved in the Minnesota state legislature. They didn't vote on it, which was a, which was a move itself or it was, whatever. Yeah, that means it defaults to not. They yeah. chose to not vote Inaction on, it on purpose is, yeah. because it's still the same as a no vote. Um, so Bethany technically is supposed to resume work the day after the session ended. Uh, she she took vacation to finish out that week and she is going to go back um, after Memorial Day which um, so we will technically only lose one week of our planned leave but I did lose I guess, out on two weeks, two weeks yeah, of paid leave because you had to use yeah. the vacation and it does stink because you know they have you drain all your sick leave and then you use some vacation too and it's sort of like she's going back to, she's going to daycare now so if she gets sick you know i don't have sick leave to use to take care of her however it's a grand great benefit that i can even use my sick leave which i earn quite a bit of to take care of a kid at all so i know i should be grateful but it's sort of like um you know it it was a it was a loss um, right it yeah it's frustrating to me cuz for one it's kind of i mean even even just forget that now it's over. It really it literally ends the day after they don't decide. Like, it's surprising to me that you're not even grandfathered in for the leave that you're already in the middle of. Um, but yeah, and then for next time that we have a kid, which we're planning on a second one eventually, um, you, you know, a lot could happen by then, but to think might only have six weeks. We're, we're just talking our, like in our six week episode, we're like, I, can't imagine going back to work right now um yeah you know and most daycare providers won't take a baby till they're 10 weeks no plenty start at six in home a lot don't start that young but centers in my research well still quite a few yeah and there are some barriers yes that they won't take them some won't take them not everybody does so that's true um but i will say if we have another child I'm not going back at six weeks. I'll I'll have to plan to have enough vacation or something because I'm a lot more ready now oh, right. than I was at six weeks. To... Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's right. That's what you got to do. But it might be us living without a paycheck for a while or right, unpaid whatever leave, it is we're something. Gonna have to do. Un- right, unpaid or yep. You know. Yeah. It's just a burden we'll have to take on if they don't figure out this benefit by then. But it is super cool. I mean, I got to say, because if we both like worked in the private sector, like you don't have any paid leave right. for having a child. Right. So, you know, yes, FMLA allows you to take 12 weeks, but that's not necessarily nobody has to pay you for that. So at this point, um, I'm just glad that I did get quite a bit of paid leave. And I hope that President Trump, champion of women, makes good on his promises to um, get paid leave <laughs> at the federal level for everybody. Yeah. That's laughable, but good one. 
All right. <laughs> it's not laughable if you don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was laughing in my heart. Okay. So on that note, do you want to start oh, talking yeah. about all your preparation for daycare and returning to the workforce? Right. So I can kind of think about daycare. I still get like a squishy feeling in my stomach right now thinking about it and talking about it. Um, but I don't cry all the time when I think about it. So I've moved forward quite a bit. And I think part of that is just seeing Cadence be older. You know, she's a little bit more um, maybe predictable or you can kind of tell what she wants now. And she is a little more regular in her day. I mean, she doesn't like take a nap at 1030 on the dot, but I can tell you, well, she'll sleep a lot in the morning, less in the afternoon, and goes about this long between feedings and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and you know, we know she'll take a bottle and she can kind of lift her head up a little bit and she's interactive. And so there's a lot about her development that makes it a little bit easier to say, okay, somebody else could take care of her probably and do an okay job. It wouldn't be that as hard as it was when she was fresh and new. And then the second part that makes it easier is um, I think preparing has reduced some of my anxiety about it, just knowing that I'm doing everything I can to make sure that she has a smooth transition. The overkill of having already visited the daycare place three times, and I'm going again on Tuesday um, before she starts on Wednesday just to drop some stuff off. You know, I think it helps a lot to just visit and see the place at different times of the day and and to just get to know that person who's going to be with your child more than you will be, at least for awake time during the week, um, is important and helped. And then also getting all the gear ready, you know, knowing I have enough milk um, and having a, a plan for every day for what we're going to do. And I came up with a new plan. I haven't even told Alex about this yet. So this is oh boy. fresh news. So, I object. <laughs> yeah, too bad. So right now, Cadence gets up between 5.30 and 6 a.m. for her morning feeding, and then she'll want to go back to sleep um, after that again. But my plan is to get up at 5 and to get ready myself and make sure her lunch is packed, I'm dressed and ready to go, her outfit's laid out, her, her bag will have been packed the night before and all that, so that when she gets up to eat, I can feed her and hold her for a while while she goes back to sleep. And just enjoy a little bit of time with her together. Um, and eventually, you know, she gets a little older. She might stay awake during that time or whatever. But rather than um, just getting up when she gets up and then potentially being rushed the whole rest of the morning and like I still have to get ready and all that stuff. So right. just knowing that I'm going to have some time with her in the morning where I'm not trying to multitask makes me feel better. Um, and... And yes, I have a little backpack that has her stuff all in it. And I kind of, I'm sure it'll change as we get more used to going to daycare and figure out what she needs every day. But, you know, I've got toys in there, things she likes. I made a list um, or a little one sheet paper about cadence that kind of says, hey, I'm 11 and a half weeks old and I like these things. This is how you put me to sleep. This is how I tell you I'm hungry. This is all these different factors that are very much like every single other baby who's that age. And I'm sure the daycare provider doesn't even need this sheet to get to know her, but it makes me feel better to know not only have I told her this verbally, but it's all on paper in case 
there was any confusion or anything like that. Um, yeah, 99% of all this preparation is just to make me feel better. And it's working. Because I feel good. somewhat better. Good. And I also think there's a part of me that's ready to go back to work. I mean, I don't want to leave her because I love spending time with her. But I do want to get back to doing the thing that I do, that right. I enjoy doing, that I do well. And I think it was our last episode or the episode before last where I said that, you know, it's like I'm a doctor that I have to be at work because I'm saving lives. Well, I feel a little less like that now, a little more like what I do is important. I'm trying to help conserve our natural resources and understand what's happening with climate change and invasive species. And that's good work. And I I want to get back to doing that. So, yeah, it's all progressing. But I do still think it's cruel to make people try and go back in six weeks because, yeah, it takes a lot if longer. Anything, it right. takes a lot yeah. longer than that to get used to the idea. Sure. So, how are you doing with it, knowing that you, our child's going to be with somebody different? Well, it's easier for me, obviously, because I started going back to work after a week. But she was with me. Right. In so, theory, you trusted me. Not that I knew what I was <laughs> <yeah>. doing. <laughs> well, I know that... Uh, you're right. There's a big difference even between like six and 12 weeks. So I, I think she's old enough to be ready, like not to. She can like play by herself she, yeah, for a while. She won't like lose her mind Yeah. by someone else. Um, for instance, at the baptism, all sorts of people held her and she didn't really mind like oh, a stranger holding her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know she's good with that. Um, and it's really going to be one other person holding her and probably a bunch of kids staring at her a lot because mm-hmm. they're interested in it. Um, but I kind of think she'll like that because she likes it when people look at her and talk to her. Yeah, she likes looking at people's facial expressions. Yeah. And stuff. So I do think that will actually be good. Right. I hope they talk to her. Yeah, they will. They were very interested when we visited, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I don't, now I lost where I was going with that. But I think she, yeah, I was saying I think she can handle it now. And yeah, I trust a professional who's been doing it for a long time. And we visited her and talked to her and, you know. I know, but I saw some dateline about a woman who shook someone's baby. And, you know, you just think, wouldn't that be the worst thing in the world? Yes, it would. Yeah. But But it's not going to happen. I No. It's not going to happen. Stupid dateline. <laughs> well, don't watch that. <laughs> Censor yourself. Um, it's like you won't watch any nature shows right now. Yeah. For good reason. Except but, Finding Dory. Right. That's a documentary, right? Yeah. Um, so here it goes. So you I, know. Yeah. So I'm ready for... I mean, I love you staying home and taking care of her, but, you know, it just... It's just his I time. I obviously can't last forever, and it, it has ended, so... Yeah. I'm ready for... I'm ready for it to happen for you, too. I guess. Yeah. Because I know it'll hurt or it'll, but you know, by the end of the week, maybe you'll be a little more used to it. Like ripping off a band-aid. Yeah, it's like a band-aid thing. That takes a week. (laughs) So it's not going to be hanging over our heads anymore. And it is kind of nice because she's going to go for like a half week. You know, like we said, she's not going until Wednesday. So there's a little time there. But, But yeah, I guess, you know, I guess I won't. 
call at lunchtime and see how she's doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, probably call you and see how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, we can get back to emailing back and forth during the day like we used to. Although not really. You've been so busy at work. We used to email each other and then you got... But I'm at my computer, so... Yeah, maybe we will then. You haven't been at, you haven't been at a computer, so... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we can email more. Yep. Um, so the government can have a record of our cute little nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got her own special backpack that we'll pack every day. Yeah, I'm a little confused as often as I've been there already. You'd think I would know because like at the daycare centers, they show you, okay, this is where we keep a basket where we put every kid's stuff in. This is their pacifier goes in here and their sippy cups and whatever they need is in this basket, change of clothes. And at Caroline's, um, I haven't seen a basket for every kid. So I don't no, really I'm sure know. It's more informal. Exactly, That's which is why, I, yeah, I, the backpack thing works for me. So, but we'll yeah, see. Maybe so she does have, have a backpack backpack somewhere. I don't know. Basket somewhere. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, a lot of people I've talked to loved in home care, and that, that's what they right. call it, family daycare in home care. Um, so I try to hold, hang on to that because it is more informal. Um, right. And I love formality, but that's all right. Oh. So maybe that's why you prefer a center. I still call Alex sir. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, so can we move on? It's just it's just too sad. But hopefully the next oh, okay. time we do a podcast, we'll have gotten through that first week and we can tell you everything is okay. Oh, we also got her immunization shots. Vaccinated. We didn't. Her. Yeah. Yep. That was since last one, right? Yep, she had her two-week, so two-month shots, mm-hmm. which... Um, you know, we were always going to have her vaccinated, but it was sort of extra, you know, you feel a little bit better going through the hardness of it because it is hard because there's been an outbreak of, is it malaria or something in the Twin Cities? Measles. In, measles in Minnesota. Um, and, you know, that's just the result of people going overseas and getting it because they're not immunized. So we're like, yeah, absolutely. We're doing this. We were always going to do it, but, it, you know, you realize even more how important it is and it sucked you know she's pretty good at the doctor i'm holding her for the next one well okay um (laughs) because you know okay so i had thought about the shot that's one thing okay like an instant of pain we can deal with that but the thing is you know when you get a shot your arm a lot of times especially one of them is a tetanus shot it hurts the whole day after it and sometimes the next day and so then i realized oh my gosh her legs are going to be sore all day and then her little mm-hmm. body is now working really hard to produce those antibodies that are so important so that whole day she was really knocked out and right and we went and got some infant Tylenol, Tylenol. Whatever. yeah whatever the doctor recommended and and I did give that to her just mm-hmm. you know she slept a lot so. yeah yep but then it was funny because then for like four days after that she her sleep schedule was all messed up yeah that was messed up that made me yeah. upset yeah, that was frustrating. Because <laughs> I'm the one that stays up to put her to bed. No, I don't hit it. the microphone. I know. I'm the one that stays up to put her to bed. Um, and I had her on a schedule where almost between 10:30 and 11, she was going to bed. And then if I want, I can usually stand to stay up like another hour, you know, for some personal time. Um, 
but she was going till midnight or one because her sleep schedule was off from sleeping all day and that it was a bummer and then i don't also it just kind of made me grumpy because i wasn't having an option for my personal time um which i was getting used to or you know you like to have your personal time and then it wasn't happening at all anymore so Mm-hmm. For a couple of days, it made me upset. <laughs> but yeah, even one time you maybe towards the end of this sleep regression or whatever you want to call it, you got me up at midnight. And even though you still got to go to bed, you didn't get your time. So I could see. Right. And I feel bad doing that to you. Yeah. But, but we got to be a team. So anyway, yeah. we made it through it. And the hardest part. I mean, the shots were hard. Yes, this, the crying, I cried. It was sad. But then just realizing that, oh, this isn't just a doctor's appointment that stinks. It's a whole day thing. And also just because you don't, she can't tell you how she feels and you can't tell her why she feels the way she does. I think even, you know, if you're five years old and you're getting shots, maybe you're scared and it hurts and it stinks, but at least someone can tell you what's going on, you know. Sure. So I think that's, for me, the communication barrier there. I just felt extra bad. Like, I protect you from everything, and then this one, I can't do it. It's not because I'm not good at being a mom. It's because you need right. this, you yep. know. So She can thank us when she's older and she doesn't have a disease. Yep. <laughs> and now it's time for Bethany's Baby Gadget of the Week. <laughs> Oh, that was so melodious. Hmm. So, my dad... Don't use big words with me. <laughs> Our daughter's name is Cadence, and you can't handle melodious. <laughs> um, the gadget of the week is a Shiloh mobile spinner that I bought on Amazon. And I bought it... Hey, Cadence is awake. Um, a few weeks after Cadence was born... Because she really likes likes her mobile that we have hanging. She really likes her mobile that we have hanging over her bed. Right. Her and crib. It, it was a crank, a hand crank one. Yeah, it was one that you twist, and, and then, then it, it plays, it plays like a, a little song, box. and it lasted, I think, three minutes. Um. So you know you can either crank it up again, or you know it's over. So so when she's liking to watch the the mobile spin. That's no fun. No fun for anyone. Plus, I don't like those crank things because it starts out really fast and then it slows down. And it just doesn't sound very cool. And it's just the one song every time. So I found out you can buy a battery-powered mobile spinner. And uh, they sell them on Amazon. And I got this one for $12, which I looked back at my Amazon order and I was like, oh, that seems like kind of a lot. Especially considering the mobile was a gift I had registered for it and someone got it for us, but I think it might have been like $30. And then to have to add another part on top of it, that's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, I didn't think it was very useful. Can you get a whole setup with that spinner to begin with? I don't know if they make a Shiloh mobile, but I would say if you're looking at mobiles, definitely don't just go by our little thingies cute because ours has foxes on it, which match the nursery theme and they're super cute. Um, but I don't really think the baby cares what is spinning above their head. It's just that there's something cute up there. Uh, so I would definitely look for a mobile that has a battery-powered spinner. Um, this is a Circo 
Target mobile. Uh, so I found this thing, and I think there were mobile spinners for like maybe $8. I seem, I seem to remember that being a price point. But this one had a good review for the song being pretty. Um, it lasts for a half hour, and then it shuts off automatically, or you can shut it off yourself, which that I liked. Um, although if you want it to go for longer, it won't. So some people might want a different spinner that sure. just goes until you tell it to stop. It has 60 songs, and they're all really pretty. A few of them are like Disney songs. It's just the, you know, chimey version yes, it of has it. A lot, it has, yeah, it has lots of Disney songs, and it has, like I recognized, a Harry Potter song. Um, but it's yeah. got a lot of songs. How, how many? It's, you say it's got like 300 songs. No, it's 60 songs. Oh, 60. Um, and so it, it's enough that you don't really get sick of them too quickly. Of course, it's only like 30 seconds of a song. I don't know if it's like a proprietary thing um, or what, because a lot of our toys that have music only have like 30 seconds of a song and then it switches. Even oh, Bingo sure. is his name. Yeah, you probably don't have to pay I don't know for if it, it. Yeah, if so. it's like a domain thing or whatever. But yeah. um, so uh, I, but this, this is, a I think, a really good mobile spinner. It really suits our needs. I was looking at who sells it and it's like, china wellness institute or something i was like oh that's american um so i feel kind of bad about that it's obviously a made in china thing but so is everything else so are all our baby stuff yeah exactly um but it's been a real help and yeah kittens is at that age where she still she still really enjoys watching it um, laying in her crib and looking at it so we you know i use it every day and i'm glad we got it it's one of my favorite things good yeah i like it and that's the baby gadget I of the like week. The, I like cranking the old one, but, but yeah, it doesn't last long enough. It's because you're old school. You like to work with your hands. I don't know. It felt. <laughs> I, I don't even know why. Well, I like music box. I like music box player things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're cooler they're cool. for like a music box or a jewelry box or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, but it's way more functional because she generally needs more than two minutes to look at her mobile. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, she'll stay happy looking at it for the full half hour sometimes. Right. Oh. Um, I um, I think it takes AA batteries or something like that. I can't remember if it's one or two, but the batteries haven't worn out and it's been weeks of use, so that's pretty good so far. Ah. That's our beautiful daughter. It's our cadence. Any new developmental stuff? Yeah, she uh, grabs at her clothes and grabs right. my clothes. Yep. And she'll hold a rag or something. She seems to really like to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, she hasn't gotten really into the rattles yet. You still have to put it in her hand and she doesn't really care. Right. But she's... Um, she's grabbing more for the things dangling in front of her. Yeah, like and getting a, them. A play mat. With an arch over her, yeah, and um, and her bouncer has toys that hang above her. So, and I've I've seen her with her hands grasped on those things. Sometimes I think sometimes she's just flailing her arms, and her fingers get caught on them, and then she grabs it or yeah, hangs on or whatever. But you know, same and, thing. And then um, she. It's just, you know, her You want to be on the podcast? Yeah. Her neck is just getting stronger. And she, you know, will look in, look in all snorter. directions. 
<laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, she's just doing really well, doing all the things she's supposed to do. Very talkative. Mm-hmm. Likes to talk and be talked back to. I was playing my ukulele for her again today, and she really likes that. Singing and dancing. She's very into music. And it doesn't even have to be good. Thank God. <laughs> All right, this has been another episode of Raising CJ. Uh, as always, you can find our podcasts at RaisingCJ.com. If you want to email us, you can do so uh, to email at RaisingCJ.com. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Take care. Take care.